This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. All right, we are we live. Yo, mic check one two one two. Mic check one two one two. Mic check one. <laughs> All right, man. Halloween coming. Scary vibe. I mean, perfect song. Hayden must have knew it was October. Let me drop some shit like this here. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always stressing I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating And blood starts coming out my nose It's somebody watching the act But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back I can see him when I'm deep in the covers When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker He owns a black hat like I own A black suit and a cane like my own Some might say take a chill, B But fuck that shit, there's a nigga trying to kill me I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window Investigating a joint for traps Taking my telephone for taps I'm staring at the woman on the corner It's fucked up when your mind is playing tricks on ya Whenever I don't got nothing to do And you know Idle time and I'm humming some shit or mm-hmm. I, I always do it's a good one to go to man. It's a good one to go to. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode two sixty seven of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Antwood, aka Trinidad and aka one half of the culture. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up though? What up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. What's poppin'? And this week we bring to you the episode 7 review of Raising Canaan on Stars, currently streaming. But before we get to that, want to thank all the listeners, all the supporters, all the fans, everybody rocking with us to This Week in Culture family. Um, hit us up at This Week in Culture across all the socials. Let's get into it, man. Uh, shit. Um, first off, rest in peace, Coolio. Gangsta's Paradise. Rest in peace, Coolio. Um, hold on. No, we ain't even doing that. Y'all already know what the fuck time it is, bro. When I look at my life, I realize <laughs> nothing left. Even my mama. Damn, that's a wild way to start off the song. Man. Damn, this is a wild way. And realize there's nothing left. So long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking Or you and your homies might be lying and chalk I really hate the trip, but I gotta low As they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke Ooh. I'm the kind of cheater, little homies wanna be like On my knees in the night, saying prayers in the street light Hey man, I always wanted CeeLo to do this over or it's like seeing the hook Oh my god You know what I'm saying it Nigga that's like, perfect <laughs> Like who can do the verses over? Who can do the song over CeeLo got to be on the hook Nigga CeeLo is the hook bro <laughs> Like damn dog 
But like who you think could can could do um, the verses? My mama and shit, man. Give it just on some on some West, West Coast, Coast shit. Schoolboy? I can see schoolboy. Schoolboy could Game. do that. <laughs> shit, uh J Rock could do that. Mm. I can see J Rock doing that yeah. and giving that some real fucking emotion behind that, dog. Um Rest in peace, Coolio, man. Uh Grammy Award winning for Gangsta's Paradise, man, off the uh Dangerous Mind soundtrack. Um Depending on if you were outside or not. Mm-hmm. The level of bigness that that song reached man that was a giant fucking song man um i i posted and got suspended briefly for posting this by the way um if you wasn't outside you wouldn't remember coolio lv who sang the hook a bunch of crips a orchestra and stevie wonder (laughs) On the Billboard Music Awards performing that song. Coolio had Stevie Wonder, because it samples Pastime Paradise, Stevie Wonder joint. Um, but Coolio got Stevie to come sing on stage with him, bro. And this happened at the Billboard Music Awards. I can't remember what year that was, but dog, this shit won a grim. This is the reason niggas went to see Dangerous Minds. <laughs> like it the was, movie was kind of the movie was kind of ass, if we being honest. It, if you ain't think it was ass, you ain't think it was great. It was a white savior movie. That's it. It, it was one the, of the original ones. Yeah, for sure. And yo, dog, this song was huge, man. This is this is like a real moment in time. If you one of them kids that was outside back in the early nineties, man. And uh, yeah, man, fifty nine years old. Um, reportedly died of a heart attack. That's sad, man. 59 ain't. That's shit gets scary, bro. Um we we hear more and more about rappers. I feel like it's either one or the other, right? They either get killed really young on some PNB rock shit. We're gonna update y'all on that in a minute too. In their twenties, da da da. Or niggas is just dying out. Heart attack. Nothing happening, nothing wrong, nothing going on, no pre nothing, just dying, man. Like that's fucking sad, dog. It's the number one killer of black people. Facts. Facts. I don't know. More than man. the police. I, also than, a fact. More than car crashes. Also a fact. Man, dog. It's just sad because, you know, Coolio was... And he wasn't a one-hit wonder, too. That's the thing about Coolio. Coolio had some joints back in the day, but Gangsta's Paradise, nigga, that was one of them first ones that, like... He rapped and like white people listen like, oh, shit, <laughs> maybe maybe shit is realer than I thought in them streets. <laughs> like, I don't know, man, it's it's fucked up because I feel like whether you, you know, somebody like Coolio who made a very big impact, not necessarily in a, a long, drawn out career um, or you somebody who been around, we losing niggas who who was either legends or had legendary moments in this rap game. man. this shit is sad, dog. This is not meant to be funny mm-hmm. or be cliche or anything like this, but like niggas die every day. Facts, like Facts. every single day. Facts. Like somebody like this ain't promised. No, not at all. Not like, at all. Cameron made the the, the line iconic. Mm-hmm. Niggas die every day, b. But you in real right. life. And we gotta be alright. Got we no gotta be alright. We ain't got no other option, man. We still here on Earth, man. Rest in peace, uh, Coolio. Um, prayers and blessings to his family, to his people. Prayers to to his set. 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody he fuck with, man. And uh, just prayers to the West Coast, man. That's a big loss. And uh, probably not a loss that people not over there really understand, but that's a big loss for over there, man. So rest in peace and salute to the OG, man. Um, so go ahead and get the uh, the sad shit out the way. So we got an update on uh, on the PNB Rock situation. Um, I'm going a, I'm to a let the lady at the news tell y'all first before I start dropping my opinion. So... Um, let me find this clip real quick. All right, here we go. Up in that fateful day. Now, the timeline in the felony complaint says that Freddie Lee Trone met with someone outside Roscoe's just moments after PNB Rock and his girlfriend arrived. Trone is then seen leaving, but he returns shortly. This time, he's with his 17-year-old son, who was reportedly armed with a gun. Trone drops him off a short distance away from Roscoe's. The teen then walks into the restaurant and goes straight to the table where the rapper and his girlfriend were eating, pointing a gun at them, prosecutors allege, and saying, quote, give me all of your jewelry now. The timeline then has the teen shooting PNB in the chest, just like that. And after he fell to the ground, they were learning more about just like that. And after he fell to the ground, prosecutors say the teen shot him two more times in the back. The felony complaint goes on to say the teenager then pointed that gun at PNB's girlfriend, Steph, saying, quote, show me your hands. Give me that blank right now. I swear to God, I shoot you in the head. The teen then took her jewelry, but it didn't end there. The complaint went on to say that as the rapper lay dying on the floor, the teenager robbed him too taking his chains and watch and even pulling his rings off of his fingers just and then um the uh the court report went on to say that the the father freddie trone picked his son up from roscoe's drove him to dump his clothes nearby clothes and shoes clothes and shoes um and the teenager who was out on probation and wearing an ankle monitor was recently arrested and charged with murder, conspiracy to commit robbery, and two counts of second-degree robbery. His dad was also charged with murder and robbery. And uh, his stepmother, um, Chantel Trone, was charged for accessory after the fact. Um, yo, man. First off, rest in peace, PNB Rock. Um, new details, man. What what'd you think when you heard that? Um... What some what a sick individual, mm. and um, as evil as that kid is, that boy ain't stand a chance with parents like that. First shit I said, bro. Um, however, you killed that man. Like, like, all right, you rob people for a living. Apparently, mm-hmm. that's how you eat. Whatever. But did you want to go to prison though, man? Because, Man. like, the plan got to be a little bit better than walking in somewhere, shooting them in broad daylight Man. in a crowded, packed place. Like, how did you think this was going to go down? Jay, I know me and you aren't parents yet, you know. Um, we don't we don't have children um, of our own. But knowing you the way I know you, knowing the type of guy you are, I don't imagine you would ever put your child in a position where they go into prison for the rest of their life. If not getting a worse sentence than that, something capital. 
I don't understand it. Like, how you go involve your son? First of all, you a bitch nigga for doing all that shit off top. You know what I'm saying? You a bum ass nigga. You got a kid and a wife. Nigga, take care of your own shit, bro. You don't know how to take care what of your you crib, What you gonna do nigga. with the jury? Come on, man. What you gonna pawn some shit? That shit hot. Ain't nobody even buying that, bro. But what the pawn shop gonna give it for you? Come on, nigga. Because I'm not giving you top dollar for it. Because, look, if you come in and my, your bum ass coming to my store... With, with hundreds some, of thousands of jewelry I'm not giving you shit But a couple thousand dollars Come on dog. If that Come on Come on You I might give, not see 10 bands For all that shit you took I give you 800 for it Come on And what you gonna do Turn it down Cause guess what I could also call the cops Come on man Come on man Um, But off top He, he whack for that But then to go involve your son dog And wife And your wife and and when I saw that the son was already out on probation wearing an ankle monitor, I said, nigga, unsurprising. Because look who his pops is. But, like, y'all don't think that this shit work? Come you on, don't man. think the ankle monitor work? Come on, man. Come on, man. You don't think that there's cameras inside of Roscoe? Come when on, everybody man. has a cell phone? Like, Fam, they got cameras of them niggas down the street where he dropped them off when he walked to Roscoe's. Yo, I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop you off a little further away so we don't get caught, nigga. You, it, come on, man. I remember Nipsey um, talking about where they got the marathon clothing place, mm-hmm. and when they switched and had to do something different, he said, "I mean, this camera's all through the alley. The alley come where on. we used to sell drugs and everything. Like, you can't really commit crime like that no more. Like, if you didn't update with the times, you probably dead or in jail, or That's you you in jail. What it is, dog? <laughs> like." Bro, it's and I mean we live here in Detroit. We know we got, the green light joints and all that. Come on, man! But these niggas don't stop. Face clear as day on the camera. They looking up at it. My man who snatched the Cardis, he out and about. Come on, bro, posting videos. Ain't out. He was at a party. He at the at the party talking about the snatchies, nigga. Come on, man. I just don't get how how cats is moving these days. Again, crime is is one thing, and that's terrible enough. But y'all niggas is moving like you want to get caught. I don't, you can't commit the same type of crimes that you could 20, 30, 40 years ago, bro. It's technology to prevent all of that. And if it don't prevent it, it'll catch you on the back end, bro. What are you niggas doing? Y'all thinking y'all going to get a lighter sentence? What you, what you planning to snitch? Because that's the only way you getting out. You ain't getting out of this, dog. They got you on video getting dropped off. They got you down the street getting your fucking dumping your clothes and shoes. Your pops was there talking to a nigga before he came to get you. Y'all niggas is done. For what? Some jewelry you ain't even get a chance to do nothing with? You ain't sell it, you ain't rock it, you ain't do nothing with it. You wasn't gonna wear it. Cause niggas around the hood see you wearing that, they gonna think it's fake because they know y'all ain't got it like that. What is you niggas on, man? How you raising your son to be this? How you married to a nigga that would raise his son to be this? Like, come on, dog. I know, again, incomparable. But one of the shows we talk about, actually two of the shows, we talk about power, we talk about raising Canaan. We're talking about fictional shit. But there's a real big reason why we always fucking stress, yo, man, keep your kids away from this shit. It's a reason why niggas ain't want to teach Tariq this shit. I get it. It's a show. But in, in real life. If I'm in this game, dog, I don't want my children to ever see none of it. Because this is where it ends, dog. You want to get involved? This is where we go. You going to jail with me, nigga. And it ain't nothing to be proud about. Newscast on the last clip was like, and nowhere in this report does it say anything about the young lady posting a location. Oh, no, no, no. No. I want to read. Um, I posted it the other day on uh, on my Facebook shit. But I want to read the quote um, from TMZ. 
from a few days ago. So I, I thought it was very important. <clears throat> Said, um, according to police sources, the father and son arrested in connection to the shooting of rapper PNB Rock were already in the parking lot when the artist arrived, seemingly removing the possibility that he was targeted due to a social media post by his girlfriend showing that they were eating at Roscoe's. Um, I said when we discussed this shit, I was, you know what? I was talking about this shit yesterday mm -hmm. with two niggas I know personally signed the Empire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because <laughs> Empire Right I know mm -hmm. four different people mm -hmm. Signed the Empire And, and about the, the Life insurance policy Yeah yeah It's cap my nigga Yeah It's cap Yeah Unfortunately That ain't had nothing to do With this With this situation Oh or unless Empire hired the father And, yeah. and the son yeah, And the son And the and stepmom And the Holy Ghost Yeah <laughs> I mean the father The son The stepmom The holy stepmom um, It's cap It's coincidence we said on this podcast a couple weeks ago when we were discussing this shit, when it first happened, um, I said, if the neighborhood that that Roscoe's is in is what y'all keep telling me, yo, don't nobody, niggas who live here don't even go to that Roscoe's. That ain't where you want to be with all that shit on. Okay, okay, okay. I hear that. I hear that. So if the neighborhood is that, I said, then what make y'all so sure that that nigga ain't just pull up and niggas in that wild neighborhood seen it? And put something into action, nigga. They put a plan together that quick. Now, clearly it wasn't a good plan because these niggas is caught. But they'll put a play together because as soon as they see you, they on your head. If that neighborhood is that bad. That's what I said. But y'all, steady on that internet shit. The conditions made this happen. Come on. Come on. Y'all, no, no. The, the social economics <laughs> the fucking social media the tagging oh my god the way y'all talked about that girl like she wasn't traumatized enough y'all had to keep going at her and now policing them telling you hey these niggas was already there they left and came back when they put they play together they been knew what they was on oh shit he just pulled up yo let me go get my son who would kill it i'm gonna go get him bring him back we're gonna do this this way Niggas wasn't sitting on that girl Instagram page. They don't need that. If that neighborhood is that bad, they don't need no fucking gram. Niggas might not even be on the gram, nigga. Y'all had no fucking clue or proof what y'all was talking about. Y'all just ran with it. Because the internet tell y'all one thing and you niggas ain't did nothing but go with it. Y'all don't think. Y'all let the internet tell you how to move, bro. Y'all behave the way the internet tells you to behave. And that shit is dangerous. And it's fucked up. And the way y'all treated that girl, man, y'all niggas should be ashamed of yourselves, dog. Real talk. Between the shitty-ass father, the shitty-ass stepmom, shitty-ass son. Because here's the thing, son. Yo, I sent you in there to get that chain. Why you kill that man? Why you kill that man? You threaten this girl. She gave you her shit. You ain't shoot her. You took that shit off his dead body, basically. Come on, man. That's that's horrible, dog. That's that's a different level of evil, a different type of evil that I never want to understand. I never want to relate to. Um, but again, when you see who's involved, right? Your pops is involved. Your pops is the one putting you up to the shit. He the one putting you on to the mission and all that. You know what, man? I could see how you grew to be that evil. I could see how you grew to not care about your life or the lives of other people that much when you come up with a nigga raising you like that, telling you. What your value should be He ain't teach you to value life Nigga But that's what I say When I tell y'all Yo stop teaching motherfuckers How not to be victims And teach people How not to be criminals This what I'm talking about Cause that shit started the crib This nigga was raised To do the shit he did 
But y'all ain't teaching that. Y'all out here telling motherfuckers, oh, well, shit, he shouldn't have been at Detroit 1 lacking on his yays. He should have had better situational awareness. Yo, nigga. Or maybe a nigga just shouldn't have took his glasses, bro. It's a different way to look at it, man. And I see both ways, but y'all niggas never seem to see the other side, even when you prove them wrong. Because right now, I'm looking at a fucking uh, a person who wasn't taught right from wrong. That nigga was taught all wrong. Taught all wrong. But y'all steady telling me what PNB and his girlfriend could have did better. Come on, man. You niggas don't think, man. You don't think unless the internet tell you what to think. Rest in peace, PNB Rock. I hope them niggas get put under the fucking jail. Um, and and that's that, man. That's that's just the worst shit ever. But I appreciate the fucking LAPD in this instance figuring out what the fuck happened, man, and and putting it on on everybody that yo, nigga, this was not by no fucking social media, dog. Sometimes you niggas trying to be deep Y'all trying to make fucking points Y'all niggas just looking crazy and uninformed man. Huh On to other news um, Did you know it was a BMF doc Coming to stars? Yeah Like a whole series yeah. Like bro And now I'm wondering Cause I ain't really seen no discussions No talk around this uh, This um Power ghost With Tariq and all them returning So I'm like He gonna do the BMF doc then take us into the BMF shit in January, or is he going to do the BMF doc for like a couple weeks and then give us Power Ghost? Well, Fifty not involved in this shit no more. It's the and other thing. After September seventeenth, his his involvement is his deal with Stars has has run out. I got it right here. Um, <clears throat> first reported by Deadline, Fifty Cent parts waves with Stars. No hard feelings, says the Power executive producer, as his G unit. Production company eyes a new deal elsewhere. Um, in a series of posts on social media, the hip hop icon and power franchise executive producer bids Sayonara to Stars. Reps for Curtis Jackson confirmed to Deadline that he did not renew his agreement with Stars. He's believed to be entertaining multiple offers for streamers from streamers and studios for his G Unit film and television whose current slate includes 25 series in production and projects in development. Um, a rep for stars declined comment, but a formal announcement from Jackson is said to be imminent. So how we feel about that, man? They moving, uh, they moving all the, all the shit around, man. I'm straight with it. I wonder, always wonder when niggas move networks, if they're going to be given the same, like, Freedoms to do whatever had them over there You know what I'm saying Like power been around for a long time um, I know 50 every year has had something to say about stars And has gone on Twitter rants Instagram rants You gotta stop performing for the audience And Man. do business with, with stars Come on Like why would I Why would I read So time out I have no idea what goes on behind this None scene. whatsoever And I have no idea if this is a part of what the I have no idea what goes on behind the scene Right Yeah but if things are as it seems, I wouldn't sign another contract with you if you continually get on the internet and bash the company that you work with mm. and tell them how it's this and that. And I'm like, I wouldn't. No, we part our separate ways. Every year, I own this shit now. You have done this shit every year. I'm not giving you money. I'm not giving you no more money. Hey, we both done really well off this franchise. Make another hove. I mean, you think stars will make another hove before Fifty make another hove? Uh, 50 he seemed like he he around the right shit at the right time so true true but i, I think, don't gotta make another hove i got hove still yeah 
I got the Masters. Power not going nowhere. No. Uh, it's staying on stars. Am yeah. I am I correct? I believe so. I so believe so. He just not involved with it. Yeah. So And here's the thing. He not involved no more. Courtney not involved. Courtney over at Netflix. So I what get if it. it. What if the writing get better? Oh man. And they and they get off. What if the writing get better? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Um what if the writing is more like Power Canaan and more realistic, Hold somewhat on. realistic? So it says, the Deadline article says, set up with projects all over the industry from ABC to Peacock to Proxima Media um, via his G-Unit film and product film and television jackson recently saw the second season of power book three raising canaan premiere on stars already deep into production a second season of power book four force is coming to stars and a season two of bmf and a third season of raising canaan all ep'd by jackson will be on the stars network as well keeping even more of the power franchise burning bright a third season of power book two ghost is set to hit stars soon Last year, power creator Courtney Kemp decided not to re-up her deal with Lionsgate and head to Netflix. With 30 million albums sold, blah, 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 blah. All right, they talking other shit. But all the stars shit or power shit is still finna sit on stars. The BMF shit is still sitting on stars. <sighs> 50, hate to lose you, dog. But do we really? Because you sound like you wasn't that easy to work with. You sound like you weren't that fun to work with. And you probably, once this shit became the fucking uh, stars universe that or power universe that it became, you probably got unbearable, nigga. So now that you gone, Courtney gone, two niggas who, for their own different reasons, because Courtney kind of got to the point where she believed we could write anything and it was going to be a hit. 50 got to the point where he believed we could put out anything at any time and it will be a hit. Yo, I can be in everything. I can I can put my cuz we going to talk about that nigga in this episode of Canaan when we get there. Boy, you was on some bullshit. But yo, now y'all both about to be gone. Yo, shows is stand over here. Do what you want with G Unit Production and film and TV and all that when you go to ABC and all these other networks, but the shit that you known for will be right here. That shit you tried on ABC, I heard it was a good show. I ain't I ain't really get into it that much. Watched like I half watched of it. season one. Um, heard it was straight though, was. like I beyond like that. that first season. Uh, but after two seasons, it was canceled. Hey, nigga, you walking away from what's really been your surest thing in the last decade. Eh. But again, if I'm stars, why would we pay a nigga who talks shit about us every year? Who we've been keeping afloat every year? You got four fucking shows in rotation and a dock on the way. Why would we pay you for that? If you want to keep talking shit. I don't know, man. I don't know. But 50, curious to see what he do. I'm still waiting on Courtney Kemp in this Netflix shit. Where's some shit at? Put some shit on, nigga. Like, dog, it's <laughs> clock's ticking, my nigga. And you ain't doing nothing over there so far. She been quiet as hell. Um, What else going on? Yo. Found a new show that I really enjoyed. And it's funny because I, I might have said it on one of the like, yo, it's coming up this fall, woo, woo, woo. But now I had a chance to watch first two episodes. Reasonable Doubt on Hulu. I've been hearing people say Reasonable Doubt. Bro, um, I really enjoyed this fucking show. You know what it reminded me of? And I know I didn't watch this beyond the first episode. Um, I say that famously all the time. But it reminded me of some Shonda Rhimes scandal type shit. Mm. 
it gave me the vibe of what Shonda Rhimes used to used to do with them shows, man. Um, really powerful black woman lead. Um, she's a, a successful attorney. She's a criminal defense attorney, um, and she got a family. She kind of going through it with her husband right now. They dealing with their own shit, but got a husband, two kids, and then a guy, Michael Ely. Oh wow! Who she? Oh, Michael Ely is back in full force. This nigga got a haircut. This is what the streets didn't need, nigga. I never needed Michael Ely to come with the haircut. Now her and Aunt Viv will not survive, nigga. But um, Michael Ely is in prison. He was somebody who she represented when she was a public defender. And um, how does he kill her or have sex with her? I need <laughs> yeah, to know. Yeah, because one or two, one of those two things is gonna happen. Well, he in prison and he up for parole. Um, and Essentially, when he's up for parole, he reaches out to her because he still thinks she's a public defender. He got life. He don't know what's happening. And then um, she reaches out. He reaches out to her thinking she could give him some advice and shit as he goes in front of the parole board. And uh, it just kind of, you know, leads to some conflict. But on the other end, dog from uh, black dude from Say the Last Dance and Barbershop, also with Michael Ely, um, He's a powerful, almost billionaire ass businessman, and he gets in trouble with a uh, with a sexual assault suit um, with one of his employees. So it's it's a lot going on. It's only two episodes. It comes out every Tuesday, but I really enjoyed them two episodes, bro. I thought they was kind of fire, man. Reasonable doubt on Hulu currently streaming. Episode three will be out when y'all hear this podcast. Check it out. Let me know what y'all think, man, because I think it's some content in there we could definitely uh, chop it up about. And then uh, speaking of upcoming shit, there's another show coming back for season two on OWN, um, Cherish the Day on OWN. Cherish the Day season two is actually going to be out. Uh, first episode premieres, when y'all hear this, Tuesday, October 4th. I wasn't hip to the first joint. Oh, man. But so tra- it, I, I yeah. wasn't sure that was a movie. or Yeah. So, um, oh, shit, I didn't realize you ain't see the first season, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Season one came out, I, I want to say pandemic year i feel like that was some 2020 shit Mm. um really good season one man it was it was very enjoyable um i didn't realize they were gonna make it into an anthology i thought season one just came and happened and it was over but apparently it's an anthology and season two starts tomorrow um on own starring joy bryant ain't seen joy bryant in a minute boy i love me some joy joy bryant still looking good still Acting good, like man, yeah, Antoine Fisher shit. I was in love with her, man, man, shit. Dog. So, um, excited to see that, man. Season one, though, I definitely recommend. Now that I know it's an anthology, you can watch it without shit. She nothing. Was the wife on um fifty shit on, on for life. Facts, facts. Joy Bryant been in a lot of shit, man. Joy Bryant go back. She got some uh some some dope movies and and just a dope little filmography behind her, man. And now it's good to just see her in some new shit. Cause um I feel like you know she one of them actresses that people know, but maybe she don't uh, she don't get the love that she might have might have earned back in the day. So salute to Joy Bryant and salute to everybody uh, over at Cherish Today. That'll be on own when y'all hear this podcast, man. So check that out. Um, one other thing I want to say before we get into Canaan and the voice notes and all that good shit, my nigga, <laughs> I've said it every week, but I'm going to say it again. American Gigolo is fucking fire, dog. <laughs> Yo, Showtime, I kind of peeped after this fourth episode. It feels, American Gigolo feels like your honor. Like it got the same tone of like, just when you thought the worst shit happened, some shit you ain't even expect is finna happen and it's going left 
and you can't fucking keep up with all the shit that's going wrong. Dog. Shout out to Showtime for tapping in on the on the tweets. Oh man, salute to Showtime, man, and for, uh, salute to Rob. Rob said, "I think I'm gonna take this week in culture advice and um watch American Gigolo." And they respond, "You know, I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, that's, that's, that's some real good advice. Yeah, but, but no, no hashtags. Nobody was no, tagged into nah. there, you know. But you know, um, we we connected with a couple people over at Showtime. Yeah. You know, so uh, salute to that, man. I fucks with Showtime. Hey, man, we fucks with Showtime heavy and uh, Showtime. If y'all listening, <laughs> Swizzy Showtime. I mean, yeah, yeah, they no, seem like I they should have connected with that. That nigga went right over to Epics." <laughs> Open up my window. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right, bro. Uh, we got some raising Canaan voice notes that we want to get into, man. Before Nasty we hit, episode, before we hit play Nasty on those, yo, episode, yo, yo, this shit, was yo, this nasty. episode went all the way where I didn't need it to go, bro. And like, I'm trying not to be biased. Though there are no, some be biased. biases. Be biased. But, <laughs> yo, this was nasty. Be biased, bro. For no apparent reason it's nasty. Bro. Can you imagine? I, just, I don't Fam, understand. Can you imagine if <sighs> Juke was sexing an old man? Nigga, Think I was about- uncomfortable with Juke going on the date with the man her age. Cause she looked uncomfortable. <laughs> like I think these so these are three nasty things that's going down. Man. The fact that Omar Epps was fucking sixteen year old rock. Seventeen. I think they keep saying seventeen. Well, she was a CI when she was sixteen. Yeah. So he might have fucked when when she was seventeen. Either now, way, nasty. Nasty. Disgusto. Then the little flirtiness between Juke and the cop. I found out that you gay somehow because I saw you how you look at one person, and now, wh- what's this relationship? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's nasty. And then, Kanan, who just as a ladies man out of no fucking where, with the mom, cold man. by the way. Um, but what is going on, bro? And it's funny because we've we've said it since Kanan first met the daughter and the mom together at that party they threw at Famous Crib. I don't understand exactly how they're making Kanan to be this like ladies man, like this magnet. What I thought was like they playing an angle, right? Like she gonna try to do something with Kanan because she really want to get back at Rock or trying to now nah, need you to get me a brick or some shit or I'm gonna tell. Like I was thinking something else. No, this bitch a a bird brain, bro. Um. And I'm like, do she think Kanan is like some like super powerful street nigga? Cause he not that. He he not that. And not that that would make it better, but, but I'm trying would, to understand why you. Why would you think this? I don't even live here, my nigga. Fam, this famous crib. y'all came to famous crib, my at, man party. I was just at a party and you was flirting with me off top, and I flirted immediately with your daughter. I ain't give you no run. I looked you in the eye because you was looking at me with the eye. And I'm like, yeah, let me get to your daughter. Then I've been over here with your daughter. Like, you know, I'm with your daughter. And you just start wilding? He said, first thing she needs to know how to do is keep a man or some shit. Nigga, hold on. No, I, I wrote that shit down because I said, what? What am I missing, dog? She said, um, uh... The first thing every girl needs to learn is how to hold on to her man. 
is that the first thing every girl needs to learn Man. from their mama? Like, you ain't teaching math, bitch. Algebra, reading. Maybe this is just trying to explain that why Canaan don't look at family like family. Nah. Because I've never seen a good example of a family. Man. My mom, my uncles, my everything, my girl's mom, like, man. But what I what I think of family, what most people think, I've I've never was around that. So it's totally different. I don't know that you gotta explain it to me this way. No. Because no. it's nasty. You actually don't. This um, is nasty. Low key, I would be okay if you didn't like if I'm Canaan, I don't even want to be involved in whatever weird shit y'all over here doing. And I hey, I get it. You got the attractive mom coming on and you like I get his initial like being stunned, but then it's Nigga, I ain't realize. I I think I just kind of let it slip. So I watched and um salute to dog on Twitter by the way, who sent me and you that early link. Yes, because um, I watched that uh before the the episode was available, and um I think I just kind of wasn't paying attention, but I didn't realize that the first scene with them happened. Then he went on to meet uh Symphony for lunch. So Kenny came back for more. And nigga, this wasn't our first fuck. Sure. Like we we started fucking. Like it became a thing yeah. And it was like Yo what Like bro I would have never come back To that fucking house Nigga I mean would you not have Nah dog Even if he sat there And, and rocked with her bro No I'm saying and re- Like would no, you No 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 17 year old aunt 17 year old aunt Right there in that back. moment Would have probably stayed. But nigga What the f- I'm not going back Till I figure out What the fuck I'm gonna do With my girlfriend Your daughter would Like you, Would you try to keep up 17 year old aunt Might have tried to keep both Okay Cannon didn't try to do Cannon went back to get some He forgot his girl was there And then when he Then he was about to go After his girl She said no Hold up That nigga was like Why you acting like This shit regular She said You wanna be regular That nigga was stuck. Yo he, Yo Cannon looked like Old girl looked like Last night When she said You you got a fucking Low vibration plate Dog <laughs> Oh you wanna be regular Dog Cannon was like Wait no Wait like that ain't what I thought we was talking about. Oh, you want to be regular, bro? <laughs> that shit was really funny, dog. Um, came to old girl. Oh, you thought I was Philly? <laughs> 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 Cost you nothing. Pay me no money, bro. That that was just wild, man. We we gonna get into all that. Let me get to these uh these voice notes first because we got a few. I feel like Rob gonna say something wild. Yo, I'm 100 percent starting with the Rob voice note, man. Rob Silva, third member of the pod, the guy. Y'all know who he is, man. Rob, hope you and your family doing well. Peace and blessings as always, my brother. Let me see what you're talking about. What's up, fellas? London Brown is that dude, man. I mean, I am fucking feeling the way he is capturing. A New York City cat from the early 1990s More authentic than the New Yorkers on the show Other than Joey Badass London Brown right now has that Aldous Hodge and Joey Badass New York City swagger Only difference is London grew up in L.A. Joey and Aldous grew up in New York So they they have the advantage of having that New York swag and the New York accent down pat. London Brown is easily the best actor on this show, period. I watch the show because of London. Fuck everybody else. Because, and and I give you all the props in the world. American Gigolo is that shit. And Jay, John Bernthal, 
is on that white excellence level of Brian Cranston and Kevin Bacon. Fellas, ladies and gentlemen out there, listen to Ant. He's right. American Gigolo is white excellence. And Wayne Brady and Rosie O'Donnell, killing it. Killing it. And one last thing, fellas, before I go. Last weekend, I attended the Shakur Stevenson fight in Newark, New Jersey. Black people came out in droves, almost sold out. 90% of the crowd was black. Fellas, you've been to many fights, just like I have been. There is a huge difference watching a fight live than watching it on TV. You see the actual speed of the fighter. You see how debilitating the body punches are. And like I said a million times, Shakur Stevens is going to go down as one of the all-time greats. Peace and blessings, brothers. Peace to you, Rob. Shakur is that nigga. I I just, I really want to say he's nice, dog. So listen, I'm a fan of Shakur. Mm Mm-hmm. He got a good career. He got a great career coming up. I'm not a hundred percent sold yet. Okay, that he's a um one of the transcended fighters. Got you, got you. Now that don't mean the that boy ain't got. Fighter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sold yet. Yet, not. I'm never gonna be. Yeah, that he's gonna be like historic level yeah. good. Yeah. Bro, I know what he's talking about for most That's a things. Fact. So. If, if anybody know what he's talking about with boxing, for sure, and, and could talk to me and you, yeah, it's Rob. <laughs> so, Rob, man, I, I know that fight was uh, something to watch in person because I watched. It I was at surprised the bar. it was on a Friday. I was too. Um, that Shakur on his way though. Them, yeah. them Saturday night fights is coming. And real he usually soon. fight like, on a Saturday. I don't yeah, know. That was yeah. I mean, I guess he don't have to be on a Saturday. There's no reason it has to be on a Saturday. No, nah, but fuck that. <laughs> like but. fight on a Saturday, dog. All right, man. Oh, uh, Rob, to your point about London Brown. Um, not only is Marvin killing shit, or London Brown killing shit as an actor, but Marvin the character is now starting to kind of. Head toward the top of the plots Because yeah. the shit that he got involved with this week Is officially about to touch everything yeah. <laughs> Nigga, like I, I like where they going I like the direction, dog Did he miss a moment to miss a moment? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is a moment he should have missed, dog Because I'm also like, why? Why was you there? Like, yeah, she she tried to tell on you And got you in trouble You had to go do But you ain't go to jail, like you out, baby. <laughs> you out. But you don't get to tell him, man. Just because I didn't go to jail, you free. No, no, no. You gonna catch one, my nigga. But and I didn't expect my the person I paid good money to to bring a fucking goof with him and get killed at the. How the fuck you get killed there, nigga? Nigga, Marvin fucked up. <laughs> and and clearly, I mean, the preview showed it. But even if it didn't, now unique know what she was up to. Ugh. Giving that nigga leverage, not smart, buddy. Yo, and shout out to shout out to London Brown, the comedian. By the way, oh man, that was funny as hell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he a talented brother, man. London Brown is definitely a talented dude, man. Um, I'm I'm glad to see him in a starring role, but also like he really does, see where he takes his shit. Yeah, he bro. does stand up comedy as well. If yeah, y'all didn't man. know, because he was at wasn't that the Laugh Factory or one that clip you sent? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, all right, let's see. Uh, let's see what's happening over in London town, man. See what my man AJ across the pond got going on, man. AJ said, What's good, brothers? Apologies if I sound a little low energy tonight. The new semester and insomnia are taking their toll, man. Um, AJ, I'm gonna give you this insomnia piece real quick. Whatever you can do, bro, if you're not already doing it. <laughs> Try to get some sleep, man. That shit will fuck you up, man. My life is uh is is rough. <laughs> it is rough. That no sleep shit is real, man. And I'm I'm not team no sleep. Like I I'm actually a diagnosed insomniac chronic and the shit it it will tear you the fuck up, nigga. The other night, me and Shorty was just up. We was looking at TV. Matter of fact, it was a night we watched uh the little early early release of Power, dog. And when that shit went off, bro, I went to go I don't even know. I think I went to like go to the bathroom, put my phone on the charger, something basic in the back. And then I just passed out, bro. I ain't had nothing else. It was it might have been midnight, nigga. And I passed the fuck out. Fucking flip-flops was all over the place. I don't know where my shoes went, nigga. It was just it was crazy, dog. That no sleep shit will tear you up. Thanks. Here we go. What up, um, what up, Jay? What up, A? It's your boy AJ. Let's get down to business. Uh <laughs> Raising Canaan was an interesting one this week because it seems like a lot happened story-wise, but at the same time, this is the first time I can remember really clock watching with this show. And that might be just because some of the storylines that they concentrated on don't really interest me that much, like the jukebox stuff. It's fine, I get it, but I'm just not that invested. I don't want to concentrate on the negatives, but it definitely feels like they lost a little bit of momentum after that one week break. Um, but I guess they did a good job of setting up some of the chaos that's about to go down in future episodes. It looks like Rock has trouble coming from all directions. Um, there's almost definitely going to be recriminations from uh, Sal for his uh, son getting killed. That could fall back on, on everybody, really. Um, also, this triangle she's in with Playboy Cardi and uh, what's the guy's name? Tremont. Jason Durden is the actor. It's very confusing because Jason Durden used to be on Greenleaf playing exactly the same character. I've only ever seen him play this kind of character. And Omar Dorsey, who plays Playboy Cardi, um, is still on Queen Sugar playing the nicest guy in the world. And it's very confusing because Queen Sugar is currently back for its final season. And I'll be honest with you, sometimes I forget which show I'm watching, you know. Um, anyway, back to Rock. Uh, so she's also going to have beef with the MILF who's uh, taken Kanan into her bed. And, and she's also tried to have Symphony killed. Well, tried to kill Symphony herself. Um, so yeah, it feels like a lot's going to go down there. But I have to give a shout out to whoever did hair and wardrobe this week because that ensemble she had with the fur coat, the thigh-high boots, and the hair up, I mean, that did it for me. Actually, that was almost identical to an, to an ensemble I remember Mary J wearing on a UK TV appearance back in the 90s. So I guess that was a callback or maybe even a little powerverse in-joke. Um, also, Lulu is an absolute fool, okay? Because he has now got himself in a position where he's basically crown and Playboy Cardi 
it's him, right? So he's ended up further down the ladder than when he started. And finally, another shout out to Joey Badass. Um, I like the fact, you can kind of feel his presence, like plotting, like plotting his return, even when he's not on screen. Uh, so he's, he's unique, is, is, uh, is strategizing. Um, I can't wait to see how that plays out. Finally, your discussion of Dharma last week was really great. I agree with you, episode six was the best, uh, followed closely or even tied with episode seven, which was the one from Nisi Nash's perspective. Um, I thought that was killer. No pun intended. Um, I was definitely okay. going <laughs> to the entire family. Speak to you next time. Yo, girl, I work with 25. Yeah. Said she ain't never heard of this shit before. Dahmer? Yeah. God damn. Uh, one of our friends, I still contact from, said, yeah, I didn't really remember this shit either. God damn. Like, but she wasn't outside though. I get it, but like yeah, but everybody <laughs> don't know. Yeah, that's I understand just wild to me. what what may be quote unquote pop culture to you and everybody in their own bubbles and their own like like that's not. But it's wild because like you know with the Dahmer situation for instance, nigga, in a couple year difference is the major thing. My mom watched the news. I sat there and just had to watch the news. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't going out. I ain't had an internet. I wasn't going out researching this shit. Shit was just on the news. It was national fucking news. I just sat down and apparently retained it. Now, I know what I learned later in life about it, studying shit in college, but I ain't realized how many people were just completely oblivious to what he did. Niggas just knew he was a serial killer. I've seen a bunch of comedians talk about Jeffrey Dahmer and eating people and like in jokes. Mm -hmm. But if you familiar with it from that an era or that that standpoint, you wouldn't know all these details yeah. where he was from. Yeah. Cause like you would think he was from Michigan, man. man. Cause we was like Kevorkian was from Michigan. We seen all that stuff go mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I know some people who aren't really aware of uh, Jack Kevorkian and what he was doing. Like people from here. Yeah. Which is also wild because to that point, we was here. Like if you I'm sure um I seen somebody tag me when uh when the Dahmer controversy hit the internet, they tagged me on um Instagram and they're from Milwaukee. And they were like, yo, they're I think they're right around our age, and they were like, Yo, if you was a kid in Milwaukee, like you were scared to go outside when all this shit was going on. Again. He went to prison in nineteen ninety two. Yeah. Man. I was born in 82. Yeah. So when he got caught, I was 10 years old. Yep. If you younger than me, you what 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 if you don't? I was born in 84. But apparently cuz like like so put put like this. So in 84 So this happened you 8 years old. Mhm. Mm Somebody 2 years younger than you, which is still in your age range. A six-year-old not remembering nothing that's on the news. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah. when you were that when you were when you were that young, right? A year and two is vastly different. But it's so wild though, right? Because like for me, and this is literally just for me, I remember that being on the news because I remember them saying he ate somebody. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't. That ain't nothing. I'm ever just like, whoa, what, nigga? Like, no, I'm not losing that one. But 
I guess retaining that at eight versus retaining six. that at six or four or, or you know you whatever. Even, would you even have the? Would you even think enough to actually watch the news? Yeah, but it's wild too because like nigga, I wasn't alive when Ted Bundy was out. Ted Bunyan. You know what I'm saying? Ed Gein. Ed, uh, some of these motherfuckers that was just out here wilding well before my time. I went out. But again, I'm just, this is my type of content. So I'm a, I'm a little different in that regard. But man, it just, it really blew my mind how many people, even within our age range, who were just kind of like, eh, I heard the name. It's like this. What, what I see on my timeline I think everybody talking about yeah, but your timeline look different than mine. Yeah, but it's it's just wild to me though too, because even a lot of people who said I heard the name and and I, I I'm like, all right, well, if you heard the name, I feel like you probably heard he was a cannibal, and if you heard he was a cannibal, I want to know what you thought he was eating and what you thought you was gonna see when you turned this on, because as I said on last week's pod, he wasn't eating people out, he was eating people. That's just what it was, nigga. This wasn't no porno. It was a fucking whole horror flick, nigga. Really? Not a horror flick. He had the he had the groceries. <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> literally and figuratively, man. Um, huh? Oh, and uh, AJ brought up a point about um about Kanan. Um, side side note, was that there? He went to prison and got convicted in nineteen ninety two. In ninety two, yeah. which means he got caught in ninety one. Got caught in ninety one. Went to prison. Convicted in ninety two. Got killed in ninety. So. Like early 94, I believe. I was nine years old when this shit would have first yeah. hit the nose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah man. That's, whew, that story is crazy, man. Um, And that shit's breaking records all across Netflix. Most streamed hours in Netflix history. Um, The glasses that Jeffrey Dahmer wore just sold for 150K because you niggas is weirdos. Rick Ross said, who got the glasses? And Now, that was, that was the internet overreacting, bro. In, them definitely look like some shit Rick Ross wear. He wear them big dumb ass. Him fam, and Jalen Rose wear aviators. Him and Jalen Rose wear the biggest fucking glasses I've ever in seen in the world. Jalen Rose, how pause? <laughs> yeah, Yo. yeah. When a nigga pause before he say the pause, <laughs> I, I'll just say this: when he was on whatever the NBA countdown, mm-hmm. he they took his glasses off and put it on the other uh, uh, on. Uh, uh, Jefferson face. Oh, Richard Jefferson. Richard okay. Jefferson yeah. and Malik and them. Yeah, fucking humongous. <laughs> like them look like the glasses <laughs> that you get at the carnival, big. <laughs> but when he put them on, they semi regular. How yeah. big is this nigga head? I don't know. Like, I feel like that nigga head pause. is expanding with uh, the more Beijing he put in that shit. And then sometimes he just so, goes to braids. And yeah, it'd be locked sometimes. The then it don't be locked. And like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know what's, what's going on with uh, with Jalen. But um, TMZ reported that Taylor James, who runs a website called Cult Collectibles, is selling the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses for 150 k So they didn't sell. They're up for sale for 150 bands. Um, he also has... To go along with the glasses, other memorabilia, including Jeffrey Dahmer's prison Bible, letters he received, cutlery from his home, and more. That's wild. Damn, if you buy cutlery from Jeffrey Dahmer's home, you're a sick nigga. It seemed like that should be in evidence forever. forever. How was that available to the public to go on an auction site like that? You niggas is weirdos, bro. But somebody will buy it. Somebody will buy it. And how I know this came from his house. Also a fact. 
How I know these are his glasses? Like, authenticate that. <laughs> that nigga had him when he went to prison. Now, family photos and all that shit, you may convince a nigga that that's real. <laughs> that nigga real. was in court with the glasses, though. Like, so... Nigga, he got beat to death when they broke. <laughs> the glasses I bought for 150 bands better be broke. Don't sell me no new glasses, nigga. Oh, man. All right. Um. Oh, Raising Canaan, man. AJ, um... AJ said, "Fuck, I don't forgot what AJ said about raising clock watching too." But I don't know if we was uh, talking about the same time because I was so into this episode, I kept pausing it to see how long, how much we, time was left. Yeah, because yeah. I was, I was kind of, I was enjoying it. That's what I, I was wasn't ready. Say. I wasn't ready for it to to be over yet. So I was pausing, like, all right, oh shit, we got nine minutes left. Like, AJ, I do agree with you. Uh, the jukebox story is officially last. It's at the bottom. It just is. Um, and here's the thing: it was tied. In my opinion With Lulu and this uh, Radio shit In this studio But I feel like That got a tad More interesting this week They at least put a layer On top of it Right now with Jukebox We still don't really She exploring her sexuality And pretending that Maybe she might Collect this dude She trying to appease Her mom She in Bible study Getting told That she, being a lesbian Is bad And it's a sin And all I don't know what they doing None of it really seems To have anything to do With what the Jukebox feels like A whole different show when they go to her shit What this got to do With raising Canaan Come on man We raising Juke We raising Laverne And I don't want to raise Laverne I'm like uh, her mama I don't want to raise Laverne Nigga I'm okay on that dog But um, Yeah I agree Her parts Definitely had me Looking at the watch Like whoo Where we at But the rest of the episode I thought it was pretty Fucking fire man Um, Alright and then We got one more voice note From the homie The big homie Last time she left a voice note, the fucking pod family went crazy. The homie Dawn down in L.A. All right. Dawn, what up, though? Um, she said, uh, love to Rob Silva and Raising Canaan. So let's see what my dog talking about. What up, Aunt? What up, Jay? I wanted to take some time, um, first of all, to start um, this voice note off by sending some love and light to Rob Silva. I honestly cannot even try to imagine what you're going through right now. So um, just know that, you know, we're all just one big happy family and I'm definitely praying for the best. I'm praying that your mom can keep fighting and hanging in there and just know that, you know, all the way here from Los Angeles, like we're just sending so much love and hoping that your mom just keeps fighting and hanging in there for you. Um, all right, guys, next, I wanted to touch on power, the sex scene that we all saw coming, but did not want to see happen. It was just so uncomfortable. I mean, well, you know, thankfully we didn't actually see the act, but still just, her opening her shirt for him and then like you know the next scene is them like laid out on top of each other like a whole couple and you know it felt very tyler perry like if i might say now you know no shade to him because at the end of the day you know hey he's only built his own studio you know what i'm saying so what do i know i'm just a middle class woman you know living in <laughs> los angeles you know what i'm saying but what i mean by that is the scene just was so over the top and extreme like the daughter walks in, they're laying there, and then the mom checks the daughter with, maybe you should learn how to keep your man. And then the daughter walks out, he's like, well, you know, this ain't no regular shit. You know, like, man, this is crazy. And she's like, do you want to be regular? And then they go back and do it again. It was just so wild to me and so, like, unnecessary and just inappropriate, man. 
And I really don't even care for this show that much, to be honest. Like, I really just watched because we're, my family and I were all usually in one place on Sunday. So we just kind of like, you know, get together, I'll cook or, you know, we'll have dinner and, you know, whatever. And then we're just sitting down, you know, like drinking and like, hey, put on Canaan. But I knew I was like, nah, I got to leave a voice note for this because <laughs> it was just so far left and just so unnecessary and Man, I just, I know we all saw it coming, but I just can't believe that it went down like that. And, you know, it seems like the daughter set her mom up. So now the mom is on Rock's hit list. So I'm curious to see what happens with that. But anyway, y'all, that's all I got. I won't keep y'all too long, but I just wanted to take some time out to say that. And I hope y'all have a great week and I can't wait to hear the pod. Take care, y'all. Bye. Don, appreciate you as always, family. Um, appreciate you for checking out them old episodes too. We went back oh, to yeah. Beat by Dre. That's oh, the very yeah. first joint. Lo- and what I don't appreciate you doing is lying and getting out here and saying uh, you and bro are middle class living in LA because <laughs> y'all full of shit. <laughs> I know who getting money, nigga. I'm Uncle Ice right now, dog. <laughs> Yo, I don't think you can live in LA and be middle class. <laughs> Facts, nigga. Gas seven dollars a gallon. Nigga. You're poor or not, nigga. <laughs> um. Yo, and y'all need to send some uh, Sunday dinner up this way, man. F- freeze my shit like uh, uh, fucking Hello Fresh or something, man. Send that up this way. Y'all be cooking y'all ass off down there, <laughs> and them don't be middle class dinners. <laughs> <laughs> Not them steaks. <laughs> no <laughs> fillets and shit. I said, oh, these niggas down there eat mermaid <laughs> tonight. <laughs> they eat a fucking filleted mermaid. Okay, put a little. <laughs> Little season on Holly okay. down here. <laughs> Holly here. <laughs> Fucking Cajun mermaid, nigga. I'm like, nigga. Alright. Um, yo, man. So back to the fucking Yo, somebody said, yo, what you expect? <laughs> Uh, the mermaid look like when you in the Caribbean islands and shit. <laughs> like, are we gonna have a white mermaid in the Caribbean islands? Yeah. Fucking mermaid look like Rachel from BT. Yeah. Nigga, I remember Rachel. Nigga, she got red locks. That's yeah. what they is. Fucking. <laughs> Especially when you had the little crab that sounded like my uncle and shit. Fam, under the sea. Oh, and he better oh, he be black. Jamaican. He black. He world. better be Jamaican as fuck when this movie come out, nigga. Don't play with me and Sebastian, dog. I ain't with that. Hi, man. Um, well, Don kind of said what needed to be said about the fucking nasty ass sex scene, but uh, just to kind of go back to it, that shit was nasty, dog. Like, yo, on the on the in the nasty awards, <laughs> she did hit the nigga with a bar. Like, oh, you want to be regular, nigga, <laughs> bro? So what's fucked like, up? Yo. What's fucked up? Because we talked about Ant at seventeen. Ant at thirty eight sat there when she said that and was like, I wouldn't have known how to respond to that, bro. I mean, got to hear both sides. Because when you you want to be regular, the answer is no. <laughs> like, she hit me with a question that I can't answer. No other way. No, I don't want to be regular. But damn, I didn't want to get caught by your daughter while we was in here. That video I sent you last night, that was her. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> low vibrations. Man, dog. Yo, Kanan definitely got low vibrations, dog. Um, yo, man, I, I just so did you see the preview for next week or the trailer? No, I only watched the bootleg episode. So, oh, okay, yeah, it cut off. That shit cut off immediately at the credit. <laughs> that shit was like starring Patina Mi- and it was a rap, nigga. Um, Starring P. <laughs> nigga, this ain't no motherfucking P. <laughs> so it's a um, it's a scene on the trailer for next week where they show 
a gun held to old girl Palomar, the mom. It's a gun on her temple, and you hear Rock telling her some shit, nigga. Like, stay. And we knew something was gonna happen because the daughter immediately snitched on this episode. Like, she went first of all. How you know where Canaan live? Or, pardon me. How you know where Canaan and his mama live, <laughs> nigga? You know famous house how you end up over here dog but she went up to rock this episode talked to her and apparently rock did not take that shit lightly she didn't put a gun old girl head told her stay away from my son um yo rock put the murder fit on was about to kill symphony like why no 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 we gotta talk about this shit first of all you're not gonna take out symphony aka young rob silver it didn't make sense. Fam, you let Omar Epps convince you that Symphony was a problem in the same combo that he told you, oh, I fucked up about Scrappy, my bad. And you still didn't tell that his mama was the one telling. Because that's still a problem. <laughs> hey, uh, the mom hears all the shit in the streets at her card games and goes back and tells a cop. You probably want to handle that. You probably want to shut the card games down. Come on. Minimum. Like, tell, uh, yo, this time I fucked up. It wasn't him. It was his mom. Say something like that. Yeah. Like, I had it wrong. It was the wrong. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, granted, on but, this pod, we did say it was a bit of a stretch for him to go through soldier to snitching that quickly. Yeah, we did. We did. We like, absolutely yeah, called that. But, like, fuck it. That's it the ain't way that, feel right. That's the way that y'all want to get rid of a character. Fuck it. Have at it. Yeah. But now we know that. It was a fuck up. But here's the thing, though. Knowing that it's a fuck up is one thing. Omar Epps. Acknowledging that you fucked up Yo that nigga was like Yo my bad yo No nigga <laughs> like, What Come to me and say Yo I'm gonna I'm a shut her card game shit down nigga I, it's, She a CI for one of my other niggas In exchange for us letting her card shit go on We getting info about the streets But you know what Because I fucked that up Let me handle that another way Something nigga I wonder how many ways Is Kanan gonna find out his mama piece of shit Oh man hold on When y'all hear that can crack <laughs> that mean your man back Oh shit Because Cause you asking the questions now brother He's gonna find out That y'all killed my mans Facts He's gonna find out Y'all killed two of my mans to, That you gave the word to kill D whatever my D-Wiz D-Wiz Y'all done killed Scrap Threatened my girlfriend mama My daddy <laughs> was gay and ain't my daddy Yeah Huh. He lied to me about three times At least them three My daddy is an actual fucking pervert Who fucking pedophile Messed with a 17 or 16 I don't know what the age is It's kind of funny um, But still He messed with a little teenage girl And uh, and that's my pops And he a cop The dude who played 50 His last name is Curtis by the way Makai Curtis Yeah 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 uh, He's 21 years old though. Yeah No I looked that up immediately yeah. Cause I was like no I don't. I don't want this. I don't want this. Um, no, I didn't want that, bro. They was so sweaty. I was like, Ugh, dog. like why, bro? Uh, that's just nasty. That's nasty. Yeah. Um, but positive spin. As much as you could be positive about that, salute to a show showing the other side of. These pedophile ass adults, because there are older women out here who be predatorying, predating all these niggas. So, for an example, we love paid in full. Factual. You think uh, AZ and Mitch and them and all that whole shit, you don't think they was fucking adults? Man. Hey. Shit. We love the movie Juice. And think about this. 
paid in full, the actors was older than what the kids were in real life. Them Facts. niggas was 14 yeah. with the yeah. cars. Yeah. 14 Nigga. years old with a sports car and apartments and all this shit. They was like 14, 15, 16. By the time they was eight, the age of the rapper, I mean, the people who played them in movies, they was dead Most in jail. Most of them was dead. Yeah. Um, in Juice, Omar Epps. 16, 17 years old in high school dating a whole grown ass recently divorced nurse from in vogue. We know you. Um, and then her ex-husband was over there. This nigga Frank was over there talking shit. Who's this young punk? Hey, valid question, Frank. Cause nigga, who is this young ass nigga? <laughs> Why do you have a child here? Why is he here? I know he ain't here fucking you. Cause I will call the cops, nigga. If I'm an ex-husband and I find out my girl is a predator, I'm 100%. Or my ex-girl, I'm 100% but calling think, the cops. But do you think... That, <laughs> I just no way even to ask this fucking question. <laughs> what I, like, do you think that was a predatory behavior at the time? Do you think society felt that it was predatory for uh, a 17-year-old adolescent male... To be quote unquote taken advantage of by a woman I'm going to tell you why I don't think that society did Because society ain't say a fucking word When the movie came out And for the next 30 years Until I put the shit on the gram I've never seen you niggas ask a question About why this young ass nigga Was fucking this old ass Recently divorced ass lady dog. Or in our favorite movie One of my favorite movies At least Menace in Society The nigga got Come out on, of high man. school That same on, summer bro. I just graduated high How school. How old was she to Pernell? It's well, double. Pernell looked like he was a freaky nigga. Like Pernell been predated. Pernell. We don't know what Pernell went to prison for. <laughs> predator behavior, nigga. That is Look facts. at this predator ass nigga, dog. The fucking predator, nigga. And he had them locks, nigga. I know what you was doing. Uh, wasn't it Glenn? Glenn Thurman or... Or no, nah, that's uh, ain't Glenn Thurman dog off different world. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to call him Glenn Close. That's that white lady <laughs> who played my auntie. Did you know the closer was her name was Brenda Johnson? Oh shit, I didn't realize <laughs> those cases. No bullshit <laughs> was based off an actual person named Brenda Johnson with, on my father's side. Yo, and Brenda like Johnson this, being white is the blackest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> That's dog. crazy, ain't it? But like literally, that, that those are all cases were based off a real person. That real person is actually in my family. Hold on, man. On my father's side. Cause I'm not about to fuck up the OG name, man. Um, Glenn Plummer. Mm. God damn it, Glenn Plummer, man. All right, woo, that was funny. Um, so yeah, back to Minister Society. Fucking uh, Jada then asked Kane to come to fucking Atlanta, nigga. I just graduated. My cousin Harold then got killed. I didn't kill the niggas who killed him. We out here selling dope. I don't got shit going on. I got shot. I'm hurt. My shoulder all fucked up. And you want me to move across the goddamn country from LA to Atlanta to help be a stepdad, nigga? And that little boy. And I'm I'm 18 barely. That little boy who grew up, Anthony. Ugh. He grew up He changed his name When he got to Atlanta Cause she was scared About everything She changed his name To Clifford Harris Yeah He grew up to be The comedian That we all know <laughs> 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 Nah that nigga Grew up to be Ant 
T.I. Little Brother and ATL. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all see the fucking controversy uh, about DJ Academics allegedly calling um, Lil Wayne's daughter a bitch? But he actually did not call I her seen a bitch. The controversy, I didn't see the clip of academics talking. He was talking about her and like how she she was like, I guess she's dating a, a nigga totally different than the rapper that she was dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once he said that, he was like, you know, I know some bitches that such and such. So he was moving on to another subject, mm-hmm. not necessarily talking about her. But he was like, you know what, I shouldn't say that. Whatever. But rappers came at him saying you shouldn't be calling her a bitch. Like, Bro. yo, rappers can't. What? I'll just say this, though. I'll just say this. If DJ Academics had actually called Regine a bitch, I think DJ Academics would have had a lot more problems. <laughs> so I feel like but maybe niggas. Mm, I, don't, I don't see Lil Wayne or people around Wayne. Like, I feel like it might have been mistaken and niggas knew. And that's so, why DJ Academics is okay. This is this is the highest level of misogyny. Hmm. Because they said No it's higher levels of misogyny Let me explain <laughs> Okay so The reason is, is The highest level of misogyny Is because Even rappers who Routinely call women bitches In their songs Are not coming to her defense Because she's a woman They're coming to Her defense Because she's it's little Wayne, Wayne. Daughter. <laughs> It's not even about the woman It's about the man Yeah <laughs> And yeah. you're going to respect The man Even though you're dis quote unquote, but not really, but quote unquote disrespecting the woman. I was like, hmm. Cause when they would say that's a massage, and I was like, no, it's not. And then they hit that. I'm like, uh, uh, I can see where you're going with that one. Okay. But like niggas, rappers coming out saying you can't call her like, oh, I agree. So I don't disagree. Using, so stop, stop, stop calling women bitches in your songs. Then fine, fuck it. Easier said than done. Um. Now we talking about rappers. These is the predators. <laughs> hey, I've reduced my nigger usage on the podcast respectfully. Um, not nigger. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Should I say nigger more? You know <laughs> like, saying? I'm saying nigger way less than yeah, I used to. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Macho will be very proud of you for that. I'm um, trying to get there. All right, man. Uh, let's 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 dive into this episode a little bit more, man. Um, all right, um, let's knock the jukebox shit out the way real quick, just because it it. No, actually, before that, I want to start because I feel like this should be a segment. The way we was reading on a uh, P Valley, we'll read the tweets. Yeah, I gotta tell y'all what Fifty Cent say on these little fucking monologues in the beginning and oh, end, bro. You gotta chill. No, I got to read this one from the from the very top of the episode. He said You know how you throw some shit in the water And it's in It's in them waves all over No he don't know the word ripple It's in them waves all over That's how this game is You do one thing and the shit spreads You start all them waves And they going in places you can't reach Touching shit you can't even see They making their way Splashing up everywhere A whole lot of niggas gonna get wet Cause of you Curtis, <laughs> Curtis, let's relax right there. More than you know at first, but you gonna find out. That's for damn sure. What the fuck do this nigga be talking about, bro? And why he think this shit sound? He on his uh, P Valley right now, dog. What's so crazy? Now that you mention it, he's kind of lit. He kind of is telling the truth, even though that shit sound horrible. Because everybody did some shit 
that's gonna come back to them. They don't really understand how deep the repercussions is. Mm-hmm. Like when you go steal money from your sister and then don't even use that money to pay off the debt, you go borrow money from a nigga that she just made her rival. You going to borrow money that she literally is about to have not only a war with, but she might be trying to kill. Like, I don't know how she lining up Cartier yet. Like, is it to steal all your shit from under you? Because you know it's going to be a war if you do that. Or are you trying to learn all the shit and then you're going to take this nigga out? What's your plan? We don't know. But the whole time, Lulu, you cannot be a partner to this nigga, bro. And now you 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 try to go get his plug. You got his plug beat up. Right, oh, man. To, to 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 put. I mean, that's a smart move. So yeah, yeah. She she it's said con- it right on up. Well, it's a conniving move. I don't yeah. know if it's a smart move. It's a conniving move. You got them beefed it's out. It's a chess move. And then I yeah. came through, and now I'm doing that. But like now, my friend, you don't got the muscle that he got, or the connection. You always stepping forward. So basically, you don't see where them ripples is going. Facts, facts. Here's the thing. There's a much less complicated way for 50 to have said whatever the fuck he was trying to get off at the beginning. But that's a fact. It ain't that he was wrong. <laughs> it's just that he said he was he was on his TI shit. I'm trying to sound like this is deep. And it ain't that deep, fifth. It's a way you can say this real easy, real efficient. Um, but back to uh to rock and this whole Cartier shit and 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 dude um that she met. Here's the thing, Rock, you're learning Cartier. You learning what makes him tick, you learning his business. He's I still don't get why he's just fucking freeballing with all this information that he given her. Yo, this nigga worked for me in uh DC and Maryland and that's what I am over here on the East Coast with Maryland, Virginia, DMV area. I got that locked in. Okay, nigga, it's one thing to tell her how you clean your money. It's another thing to literally give her the fucking the game, nigga. Why the fuck you hating because that nigga in the same restaurant? Cartier Let that hating nigga ass eat, nigga, bro. Nigga. And then it started off. Look at me. I'm it all started off on nigga some nigga now. shit. <laughs> but like it started off on some playful banter shit. Or at least from Dog. Because Dog was like, man, you know this my spot. Cartier like, shit, nigga. I found this nigga cracking crabs in Baltimore. Da, da, da. Okay, we can leave it right there. But no, Cartier had to fucking go. He was like, man, shit, I put you on. Cartier like, nigga, you ain't put me on shit. It seemed like you getting too much money. I'm I'm making you too much money. Hey, I make my own money, Cartier. My nigga, who you would account my pockets? Come on, man. Nigga, I don't care how much money I make from my connection to you. I can eat wherever the fuck I want to, nigga. It, I mean. Fuck is a problem. And if we building, being real. I'm buying a product from you and I'm selling it for more than I got it for. On, I make man. my own money. Come I make on, my own prices. Cartier, I will fucking eat wherever I feel. He like, oh, we over at the Hilton tonight? No, I'm at the Pierre. I got a sweet. Shit, sweet at the Pierre? You eating in, in here? Huh, huh, huh. You getting too much money? Think you want me broke? If I sit over your distro in D.C. and Maryland or, uh, yeah, D.C. and Maryland, you want me broke, nigga? No, I'm supposed to be getting to it. Why you mad because I got a couple dollars and I can get a sweet? Why you mad? Are oh, you mad because I'm styling on Come you. on, nigga. <laughs> like, plus the cow is on. So act. <laughs> oh. But that shit is really fucked up because it's like, bro, Cartier, you really a hater. Dog came in the other week and said, hey, man, I uh, need some help moving this shit. And you done smacked him. For what, nigga? But. Roxy and all this shit I know what makes this little Off ass nigga tick When I fucking Tell him Cause when uh, When dog walked off Cartier was like 
Yo man I own that nigga <laughs> Rock was like eh, I don't think he feel the same way nigga Didn't you say insubordination only leads to insurrection nigga So now I'm putting that fucking burn That battery in your back So you can go beat this nigga ass And sure enough Cartier smacked the nigga up But I'm like Cartier You don't even move like a smart nigga bro You knew Rock for 30 seconds And because you was you attracted like, to her You move like a nigga who think That they don't make guns in your in my state. Nigga said I'm I'm eating beluga caviar and stoli. Nigga, that ain't no good vodka. Fuck was y'all on in '92? <laughs> Drinking stoli? That was the shit. Ugh, you niggas is nasty, dog. Um, but you moving so stupid that because you attracted to rock, you just giving her all the free game in the world. You letting her know where you set up shop, how you set up shop, how you clean your bread. You about to turn rock into a fucking art uh, buyer and all kinds of, she finna literally copy your whole shit and move into you dog. But where rock fucked up, you set up the place. So dog could get beat up. Then you approach dog. Hey, I can give you a better price and better work, better quality work. Than what you getting from Cartier with a lot less headache. I like how she worded it too. She was like, clearly you got a big headache right now, nigga. You just got stomped the fuck out. I can do this for you cheaper, better work. The problem is, Rocky, you don't know this nigga. Cause he said, Oh, what make you think I can't just I won't just go tell Cartier? And I wasn't worried about him telling Cartier. I was worried about exactly what he did. Hey, I sent my man in there to the carryout spot. At the exact moment that y'all was talking Come business. On. This means I've been following you. And I'm watching what you're doing. And I seen you sitting down with your plug and Juliana, who got your stash. Nigga, now I see. He like, yup, and we're going to find out everything we need to know about everybody that was at that table. Bro, Rock, you don't know this nigga. Oh, what you find about the nigga that punched you in your shit? Yeah, do that. Do that. Because you did get stomped out and your eye black. And your perm fucked up. Like do something about it um, But I'm like Rock bro You you moving to What's with her in this expansion shit Like why she so hell bent Like you barely got Jer You so uninvolved with Jersey You don't even know That fucking uh, unique and Morel To move buildings You Where she stay That weak ass house Oh yeah she can't She trying to get a she new house She trying to buy a new house But the HOA They like yeah We need to uh, verify your job Yo, if I buy this crib cash and y'all niggas still want to know what I do for a little, we got you know, like depend in certain neighborhoods. It's like so, part of it. Here's an example: when um, Deion Sanders got uh, divorced, mm -hmm. and I think there was a um, a dispute over who got the house, and he was like, you, "I don't think you can afford this house because this mm. house it takes one point two million dollars a year just to keep the uptake of it." Like one point two or two million dollars a year to clean the, the 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 grounds, the pools, the whole nine yards. Like, yeah, you can have it, but yeah. can you can you afford? Yeah, can for, you afford it for the next X amount of years to pay an extra two million dollars a year just to keep it looking normal? Hey man, yo, I did like Rock's uh, response when they asked her that shit. When the realtor was like, "Yeah, you know, they want to see, uh, you know, just if you can afford the taxes and the upkeep on the lawn and all that." Rock say, "Yeah, tell them I own a studio and a lawnmower, nigga. <laughs> I got it." But it's like Rock, you, you got to be prepared for that. You could have owned a studio, actually. Yeah, facts. Your brother tried to put you on to something legit. No, uh, what's the nigga name that got killed? 
Crown. Crown. Oh, when Crown said, "Yeah, buy this shit from under me," you snaked him and got him killed. <laughs> literally, like um, you literally snaked. He told you if your brother found out about this, you know he gonna try to kill me. He yeah. found out and he tried to kill you, and he, I mean, he killed you. Yeah, it's just fucked up too, cause um, I'm like Rock. You know, moving into this neighborhood that you're trying to move. Yo, this brings up a good discussion, man. Now, I get it. You making all this money. We had these talks all the time, yo, with the dope dealers and the scammers and all these. They're getting so much bread. Why do you be standing in the hood? Because I can't prove that I live anywhere else. Yeah. But, like, I'm like, is Rock trying to move? Because... The only because they crib seems straight. It don't seem like it's in. The, they ain't in the jacks. They in a house. I learned on that uh, Supreme Team doctor. This mad houses in Queens. Um. So once I kind of realized that, like, I right, they don't necessarily live like dead in the fucking hood hood. But I'm like, know where you live at. That's what I thought. Like maybe she moving because yo nigga our crib done been drive by. Uh, Kane and little girlfriend just walked up to our crib and told me her mama fucking my son. Remember the girl? Like everybody then came by your yeah. crib. Nigga, they shot in front of your crib the first episode, first season. Remember they were shooting outside. Because remember yeah. the girl he used to love was next door, but who also snitched, and that we never fucking. Cause, Cause Rock You going after You about to kill Symphony Cause you think he might be a problem Even though he's never given you no reason to think that Yo If she would have killed Symph That nigga Kanan Man Come on dog And Omar asked her too That nigga said yo What you think Kanan gonna do When he find out about all your lies and shit Cause god damn Nigga You done killed Scrap You killed his other man D-Wiz You was finna kill Symphony I'm his dad Come on like, Rock, you got to chill. But the point I was going to bring up with uh with old girl who snitched and, and told Joey Badass where the fucking stash house was. Playboy Cardi. <laughs> you know, that was funny. Um, nigga, Rock, why you ain't go at her? Like, or send Kanan at something. She literally put Unique on to y'all stash, y'all old stash. That's the reason y'all in the store right now. Fact. It's because of old girl. And y'all just let her move to wherever the fuck. Oh, she got family out in North Carolina. Whatever the fuck Kanan said she went and did. Davita. That was her name. Y'all just let her move? Like, smooth? And she the one that got y'all whole stash spot rated? Come on, man. Come on, dog. We don't move like that. But then, oh, Symphony, an immediate target when he trying to get the fuck on. Go live his goddamn life. Um, Speaking of that, man, Kanan and Symphony met up. They had lunch. Symph told Kanan, yo. First of all, Symph, being the great dude that he is, Great light skin hope. He told that nigga, yo, get your grades together, my nigga. <laughs> like, I want to see them grades up. Kanan, like, oh, man, grade, grades is, they are what they are. He like, no, nigga, they are what you make them. Symphony be trying with this boy, this dog. Nigga Kanan, we ain't seen Kanan inside of school since season one, episode one. Facts. He's walked out on that test to go to the night school. Kanan ain't been back to school since, man. Um, So then Symphony told him, yo. Got a job offer in North Carolina, man. I'm out. And he was like, damn, you moving? So you gonna... He was like, well, I guess you and my mom ain't really kicking it no more. And he was like, yeah, you know. Probably ain't gonna tell her. It's probably best I leave, nigga. We just friends. The nigga was like, so you ain't gonna tell your friend you leaving, nigga? And he like, man, you know I'm gonna tell her, basically. And he was like, so I see what you doing, nigga. Because you know I'm... It ain't no reason you told me. 
if you ain't think I was telling my mama. And Simp was like, you know what, man? You you a smart-ass nigga. Because that's exactly what I wanted you to do. Because I don't really want to sit with Rock and see the bullshit that she ended up doing anyway. Because when he went and told her, she jumped right to bullshit. He, he kept it silent when old girl was asking him all these questions. Like, yeah. why you keep asking about fucking Kane Fam. and shit? This is weird. Yo. Detective Burke, girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, who she fucking again, she spit a bar at her that was so fucking cold. She said, you ain't investigating the shooting of a cop. You investigating a cop. <laughs> you acting like eternal affairs. Come on. And, and nobody, nobody like eternal affairs. affairs. Come on, man. You on, the, you on the, the rat squad. But then she did that whole shit when she was like, yo, when the girlfriend was like, yo, my mom fell this morning. I got to go. She didn't even react. She's looking at the fall. At that moment, that's when I'm like, Burke, man, get out of here, bro. Don't don't ever come back to my crib, man. You shitty as fuck, dog. And old girl told her before so, they fucked the first time, I ain't doing this with you again, niggas. You be getting wrapped up. So has it been a year since Juke God's girlfriend died? <sighs> Shit, is that the timeline? Did dad say that? Or was he just out there? Because why would y'all just happen to be out there on the same day? I get pops. Pops say I'm out here every day. That's fine. Juke, it felt random. And just because we ain't heard Nicole. Like, when and it the, popped up, I was like, oh, shit. I forgot is, about Nicole. This, this is 1993. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a year. Which I guess will make, yeah, it's been about a year. And he said, yo, we probably would have got divorced when she went to college. So, probably around that time, um, a year or two later. Uh <sighs> Damn, all right, so it's been a year. So that means, yo, Symphony been putting up with Rock for a year. God bless that man, dog. I would get the hell out of Dodge, too. But on and off for a year. He held it down when uh, Detective Burke, so Detective Burke had been following Kanan, seeing Kanan and Symphony leave lunch. They hugged, so she ran a little, ran the plates on Burke or uh, Symphony shit, pulled up on him. Whoop, whoop. Yo, wasn't you here? Oh, matter of fact, she said it. Wasn't you here a year ago uh, when it was a sh uh, cop shooting? Yeah, I don't fucking know. And that nigga was like, uh, yeah, y'all was pulling over everybody. <laughs> like, it wasn't just me. <laughs> Motherfucker, y'all pulled over everybody driving by here. And he was like, nigga, I don't remember why I was here. It was a year ago, nigga. I'm probably getting some gas or something. Add nine. Yeah, so then she like, oh, well, um, how do you know Kanan Stark? Like yeah, he in a class I teach over at City College. Kanan Stark in high school. He said no. Why? Why? <laughs> why you know Kanan? How Stark? do you know Kanan Stark, nigga? Well, that's a random ass question. Like, you asked me about my girl son. What? Come on, come on now. Then she like, oh well. Um, do you know his mom? That nigga like, yeah, dog. I ain't really with all these questions. I see where you going. Oh, do you know his father? Ma'am Alright all right, man <laughs> That nigga was like Look, You gonna give me the ticket Or something dog Like They taught you this In detective school <laughs> No they didn't Yo, <laughs> No they didn't Like that's not how You get the answer Not at all I don't know boss I asked him He didn't tell me the answer <laughs> Like Nothing we can do now Guess but, we gotta waterboard him <laughs> Like shit <laughs> But then the wild part though She did all that For what You ain't learned shit But then Symphony held it down That whole time So when he go tell Rock he like, yo, little white lady cop ran up on me, pulled me over, asked me a bunch of questions about Kanan and his father and shit. What'd you tell him? I ain't tell nothing. I ain't tell him nothing. My nope. definition. Bitch, I didn't say nothing. Fam, nothing means nothing over here. I, I ain't know what language nothing. you speaking, but I mean but the then the King's nigga said, English. 
Yo, your secrets is safe with me. I don't have no secrets. All right, Rock. I'm so glad he was like, all right, <laughs> all right man, you know nigga. what? I'm going to get up out of here, dog. <laughs> like, come on, Because, bitch, you, are, you a secret. It's <laughs> your stupid ass, dog. Like, this motherfucker want to argue. <laughs> bitch, I'm the one. <laughs> bitch, I was a secret. I know you got secrets. I huh. don't got secrets. Yo, Rock get on my nerves, All bro. of them. Where she get these titties from? <laughs> By the way. <laughs> I have never seen these shits before. Yo, Yo them shits came out of nowhere. We gotta start the Patreon so I can start naming apps <laughs> what they really should be called. Because <laughs> where she get these titties from is a segment. <laughs> That's a segment. Oh shit! That's a segment about uh, all the women in Detroit. <laughs> Yo, Curve started a Reddit, low key. This week yeah, he did. <laughs> that nigga told me he was like, "Yo, I hope Jay don't get mad." <laughs> he was like, "He was like, I'm about to get." He was like, "I need the credentials." <laughs> I'm like. Started up, dog. He started the Reddit. Shit, that was a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I need forgot. to get busy on there, yeah, man. We but uh, go find it this week in culture. Yeah, go Reddit. find this week in culture Reddit. We about to get active on there. Curve, what up? I'm literally uh, back and forth from with this nigga right now as we speak. Um, yo, so she was like, "Yo, man, what you say?" Whoop, whoop, whoop. He was like, "Dog, I'm getting the fuck on." Now, mind you, all that shit came after he said he was moving to North Carolina, and they had this like sentimental ass moment and shit. Rock literally looked sad. Like, damn, dog, my nigga leaving. You seen when he was walking up after he rang the doorbell, she seen who it was. She got all prim and proper, straighten her jacket out and shit. You can't straighten out a leather jacket, Rock. Relax. Put your shoulders down, my nigga. I don't got shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) What? I fucking. Like, bro, I'm out, dog. I'm not doing this shit with Raquel no more, man. So then she gonna meet up with Detective Howard. This is after Howard found out that uh, Scrappy wasn't the fucking informant. He tells her, yo, I fucked up with that Scrap shit. My bad. She like, wait, what? Like, yeah, nigga, he wasn't the informant. That's my fault. She like, nigga, but you said. He was like, I know what the fuck I said, nigga. I said sorry, too. <laughs> so I take my apology. Bitch, I didn't kill the nigga. Like he did. My mom not believing the suicide <laughs> shit. Well, what, you, what you want me to confess? Well, neither is Ann and Jay. <laughs> we was never buying that suicide shit. So nigga. now what? What does that mean? He ain't commit suicide. Well, who did it then? Yeah. The nigga saying yo snitching ass got him killed. You got your son killed. The nigga saying on uh, coming to America. Don't go pulling that. Uh, <laughs> what do you say? Don't go pulling that fame shit on me neither. You conscious? Like nigga. If if Scrappy killing himself was the only shit y'all could come up with, y'all deserve to get found out. Like, you're facing us, so you could come up with. Like, come on, <laughs> <laughs> yo, oh, boy, you don't know who to fuck with. <laughs> Gully, you're facing us, so you oh, can come shit. up with. <laughs> Dog, y'all deserve to get fucking found out, man. But then uh, she also told the nigga Omar Epps, she was like, um, yo, your little ex partner or whatever. She kind of she in the streets causing trouble. She pulled over my nigga Symphony. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He like, shit. What'd your man say? Is he a problem? She like, he don't know what he know. Oh, so he a problem, bitch? I said he don't know. She, why ain't nobody listening, dog? I said I ain't tell her nothing. You think I told her something? So, my, but what I understand is, why would we be killing people that know that you might like? It's not that serious. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, why would you would kill somebody to find? So it's never. Come on, my nigga. Nigga, why so would you kill a nigga who leaving? <laughs> he leaving. He don't want nothing to do with you or your son no more. I'm out. I asked you to leave me alone. Fam, fam. I begged you. Fam. Symphony should never even want to talk to her ass neither. 
He should listen to Kanan and just let him tell her. Because, goddamn, nigga, you almost was a, a casualty, dog. Um, Let's fast forward to some of the stupider shit that happened this episode, starting with your man, Lulu. So Lulu piping old girl down in the studio because clearly he don't have a house no more. I know they burned this shit up, but goddamn, nigga, you ain't had no homeowner's insurance. Where you stay at now, Lou? Yeah, why all his women talk to him like this? Why all his women look alike? Because every time they show old girl, I'll be like, oh, shit, famous sister came back for the dick. No, she didn't. It's the other girl. But they fucking. And apparently they also listening for her song on the radio. He's supposed to have paid my man off, I guess. How the Ben killed that nigga? Come on, bro. Cause nigga, when I pay you off, that need to be the next song, nigga. Top eight at eight. I would have been beat that nigga the fuck up. Come on, dog. So then they not hearing the song. Lulu get kind of distracted. She like, you supposed to be fucking me, bitch. I am. I'm soft now. Cause like, don't talk to me crazy. Like, so time out, like, bitch. You knew. We just start. What? Who are you talking to? You supposed to be hitting that. No, that's the wildest shit in the world to me, dog. The Jamaicans come in. You don't know who the fuck with. All that shit Threaten them Whole mm-hmm. nine yards mm-hmm. And then she And say You gotta give me 50 grand Blah 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 And then she just Casually wants to continue Having sex No 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 like, bitch, Not no. just that She walks up and said You gotta finish Ma'am I am soft as You about to get the Gummy worm out This motherfucker dog I'm hitting you With the twizzler Nigga It's over Ain't no more sex, nigga. It's headphone cord loose. I had out here. no sex. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no sex. Dog. Like, no. You gotta finish. No, I don't. Did you finish? Like, in your bitch, career. Go sing a song. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get you on the radio, and clearly the radio ain't fucking with you. So go sing something else. He gotta start talking to her like he talked to famous. Bitch, until you come back with some new music, nigga, I'm shutting the studio down. <laughs> Yo, what's so funny and shit is um uh, after uh, he got the money from uh, Cartier, yeah, um, she's singing gangster hooks now. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, it's not so no bullshit. Rest in peace, Coolio. It sounded like Gangsta's Paradise. Like I was sitting there, like, oh shit, they on it. Nigga, like now she Natasha, <laughs> definitely in the house. <laughs> Dog, but then the fucked up person, them weak ass Jamaicans walk in there. Yo, we work for Linton Manley. Who the fuck is Linton Manley, nigga? Now we got another super villain. This the, this is the one. So this the third drug dealer super fourth drug dealer super villain. Got unique was the first villain or five then. Uh, D who get the money He get all They get the drugs from He really like a super villain But yep. he ain't really Did nothing villainous Oh yeah But we know he in the way Especially with the little Hey my cousin don't like You still working With that unique nigga I love my cousin So And he like Oh that way he walked out Yeah keep us posting On that expansion Cause bitch You talking up A lot of ga- Why would you tell the plug You about to expand Before you expand Fam Cause now guess what I'm gonna start planning For my money to be longer Huh? Huh? Oh, you going to DC, Maryland? Okay, about to really work. I'm gonna get you some, but yeah, whatever. So we got him. We got unique. We got the Italian mob, nigga. We got Cartier, and now we got Linton Manley. Who the fuck is Linton Manley? Why they say his name like we know this nigga, bro? And apparently, oh, yeah, I don't want to fuck with the Jamaicans. 
We Bro. live in Jamaica, Queens, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know these things. Nigga, we literally fuck with the Jamaicans. <laughs> like, Bro. Bro, but then he, he said, yo, Crown borrowed 50 grand from Linton Manley, and he said he gonna pay it back, and he put the studio up as collateral. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and why he like, hey, nigga, Crown did. Take this fucking uh, my board back then. I'm assuming that's what he did with the money, right? No, you know what? She on my nerve. Take this bitch. <laughs> Yo, that nigga trying to sell that shit to Rock with the debt. <laughs> Yo. No, you, I want you to buy this shit, right? <laughs> you going to buy that bitch. You got to lean on it, basically. And now you got to deal with Linton Manley. You got to go fight Linton Manley. <laughs> Yo, why do you use them niggas with these accents, my nigga? Yo, them niggas was the, uh, the male versions of... Angela Bassett as Valletta Wallace in the Biggie movie. Yeah, why, I've said it for fifteen why years. Why did he get Viola Davis to do that, fam? I've said it for fifteen years. Angela Bassett got a better Jamaican accent when she normally talked, and she not Jamaican than she had as fucking Valletta Wallace, bro. Yo, Viola Davis would have killed. Would have killed. How about you just get a, a normal person that we don't know, or that? Yo, get someone Jamaican. Hey, uh, fifty cent in them. Y'all know it's mad Jamaicans in New York. Y'all could have grabbed. Shout out to Hype Williams and Belly. They got a, le- a legitimate <laughs> nigga. They went and found the Jamaican. Yeah, we didn't understand what the fuck he was saying, but it was authentic. Yo, it was wild. As I got older, I really picked up on what that nigga was saying. But as a kid, I didn't. All I knew was I'm the Jamaican. Yeah, Don, Don, I'm the Jamaican Don Dada, nigga. I'm the original Jamaican. Who won rap with me, nigga? With me. That was it. That's all I had as a kid. As an adult, that nigga checked the shit out. Dmx, nigga. Nigga said, "Don't bring scared business to me." Nigga said. But then they brought these Linton Manley ass niggas in there. Only thing I was mad about in that movie. One of the things I'm mad about is how they had him go out for some. Yeah, no, the, fam. If I killed a whole house. And, and then, then somebody slide down. Old girl and, jumped down the fucking balcony and cut my throat. Come on. All right, that was, Come that on, was, man. That was a little I didn't shot every nigga. That, it's 40 niggas in here. That did not hold true until how the movie was. Like, that was just. But they was trying to Scarface it. And I, I didn't need Hype Williams giving Damn and Cheyenne did not bring this up. Y'all, y'all should have. That would have. Y'all have been had a valid point. No, they made no valid points, nigga. Dame loved the movie, and Cheyenne was just here to be here. <laughs> she was, she was trying to get away from the kids tonight because <laughs> she ain't want to go. Because they both wasted their damn time. Oh man. Um. So, Crown got fifty k in debt, and uh, I think that was AJ that brought that point up. And I, I said this. It's funny you said it because I said it to Shorty. Um. Lulu has become Crown And now Cartier is fucking Lulu When he went to Crown Crown was in debt That's why Lulu came in Hey Crown can't afford this shit He need help I'm the help Why Lulu ain't got no money Cause he just was asking Rock for some money a minute ago To he buy the board He drugs no more Bro Clearly he do something Cause the nigga got access to the fucking uh, trap house it's like I'm a ghost Bro that nigga walked right in there And grabbed like all Tom, their bread for the day It's like when Tommy and Ghost Went their separate ways Ghost walked in the spot Everybody opened the door for him Cause Man. it's Ghost And then he killed everybody And took all the money That nigga Lou went to the spot Grabbed all the bread Marvin came up there and said Yo what you doing I'm running shit What? Nigga do you work here or not? Nigga cause you can't walk away With the stash bro We ain't even counted it This yet. the count You How you walking away with the count Before we count it? kind of shit is that what you do with the money because how you take all the money and then still need cartier help also it's only fifty thousand dollars 
Why you don't got 50 racks? And y'all niggas own three fucking project buildings worth of Coke deals. Come on, bro. Like, come on, dog. Kanan still $10,000 whenever the fuck he feel like it. Kanan got 10 bands out of Nike box. You took all the fucking count. That had to be 100 bands easy. And you couldn't get a nigga to 50 and, and that'd be it. Come on. You went to Cartier to ask for help? And also, you own 75% of the studio. Of the studio. Yeah. Fuck is his decision Don't matter <laughs> And Nigga if you own 75 Well now you own 100% Cause Crown did But To that point Where the fuck is Crown 25% Why you don't have no money dog Like damn You ain't bringing in shit At all Cause if so This ain't a good investment Lulu This is a studio Not a record label Come on man Come on man Then You bring up the The most valid questions I have it in my notes What did he do with the money what did you, you took all the money first and I can't wait to rock uh find out about that. Yo, she was tripping off a hey, we 10k short. Nigga, we at least 30 40k short. We wouldn't even know how much cuz he stole it before we counted. We don't know. We have no clue, but we I know we short. How much money did you take? I don't know, right? <laughs> like that nigga said Yo, we ain't even had a chance to count it yet. He was like, "This all y'all got?" It was like, "Nigga, we just sent two bricks out." This morning, like, bro, it's an hour later, dog. Let the work sell, nigga. How about this? I'm responsible for this shit. I know who you are, but if they get Rock on the phone, or you not leaving out here with this fucking money? Because Damn. Rock ain't about to be like, who, who, who put you in charge? They what you in charge even of? Have to do all that, Marvin, nigga. You're the oldest brother, bro. Lou, I don't know what you got going on right now, nigga, but you not walking out here with this bag, bro. Marvin let that nigga walk clean past him on some confused shit. Because, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I also don't want to argue in front of the company. You know what I'm saying? Like, in front of the... But, nigga, I'm walking out with... You not just taking this bread, dog. Like, Lou, I don't give a fuck what you want. You not walking past me. I I got it in my head, nigga. What do that mean, bro? Nigga, you stealing all the money we've made so far this morning, and we got a hallway full of crackheads we ain't selling to right now? You are out your rabid-ass mind, boy. Um, Speaking of Marvin, man. Marvin fucked up. This whole thing with one to pop Tony. I don't know that Marvin fucked up. Marvin fucked up. Oh boy's son fucked up. He fucked up too. Two things can be true. I don't know nothing about you niggas. I act that my issue is for motherfucker in Jersey. You live in Jersey. Can you take care of this for me? He said yes. I'm going to tell you why you fucked up. I'm going to need you to give me back my $5,000 that your son fucked off to. Nigga, this shit right here, the least of your fucking concern right now. You get her back whenever you want to, bro. That's fine. I get it. She snitched on you, tried to get you locked. It got you anger management. You just met a new chick in anger management. You need to thank her, nigga. But, okay, cool. You want to get her out of here? Get her out of here. Nigga, right now, in the middle of all this shit, y'all just met these Italian niggas and you already trying. You don't even know that this nigga a hitter. You don't know shit about this nigga. You just know he live in Jersey. Yo. I mean, I know what time it is. I know niggas in the game. Nigga, give me five grand. I'll take care of that man, shit. Man, this nigga Marco, the fucking son of the man. Nigga, he might not even be. He ain't even the nigga who got sent up there to do rocking him. He said, can you take care of something for me? Now, did you physically do it or you hired somebody? I'm coming to you. Cause y'all the man out here, because man. because you don't go into another a nigga city and do work in that city. Well, he'd already been 
caught up there looking like the black nigga because yeah. you can't go. No, no, no. Him not going to do it so himself if, is if fine. I, if, if I need some shit done, I go to the Italians. If you need some shit done, you go to Scrappy. That's where y'all fucked up. Y'all killed y'all on internal hitter. Oh, Scrap going to prison for sure. That nigga out there, that nigga in New Jersey. Oh, that nigga. I mean, he's stealing everything here. He's gonna look like he stole everything. It's an eye patch. He'll be out. <laughs> but no, man. He uh, he asked the nigga Marco, "Yo, can y'all go to uh, do this thing for me?" Five bands. Marco said, "I think about it. I'll call you. Don't call me." Apparently, he called that nigga, but before he did that, he pulled up on Joey Badass and them. Unique and Warrell He said yo Your man Marvin Asked me to do something for him Think he good for the money Unique like yo From what I know He good with his bread said, nigga. Fuck that nigga But he good for the money But he good for the money dog So he like alright And then as soon as they pulled off The nigga Marvin Or Unique say Yo them two niggas working together <laughs> Hide the women and children dog <sighs> so then this nigga Marco grabbed a little said, Fuck Marvin <laughs> <laughs> But before that Joey Batter or Unique said some shit That was real low Well Warrell said some shit that was real low But I was like oh shit wait He was like yo Do Rock know That you got our niggas to move buildings That nigga Unique was like No nigga like Rock know that me and you on some bullshit So I'm trying to stay ahead of all this shit So nigga we, she basically wait until she figure out what to do with me and you. And I'm not trying to stay around here to get clipped. Nigga. So no, we we switch buildings without permission. What's she gonna do? We still selling crack, but she clearly ain't as involved and connected because she just think we up here operating like a well oiled machine. And my nigga, you not good either. She know you with me. <laughs> and Warrell, you also not good because I don't know that you 100 percent with me. Because why you walking up worried about rock, nigga? Roll with me or get the fuck stolen. I don't nigga. understand this Warrell shit. How did y'all get back cool when y'all had a conversation? Just and that nigga said, "I'm with Rock." What happened? The next verbatim. Week, the next week, you were setting them up between Rock and Unique. I don't know how Warrell's still alive, bro. Come on, dog. You disloyal, fool ass, bitch made punk. Come on, dog. And Lulu, back to you. You want to prove you still got that killing, nigga? Kill Warrell. Kill the nigga you couldn't kill a year ago. I'm a subconscious rock. Like, nigga, you subconsciously couldn't shoot a nigga with the Tech 9. Come on, bro. Anyway, so now Unique know that Marco working with fucking Marvin for something. He don't know what, but clearly off the trailer next week, he finds out because he warned Marvin. He told Marvin in the trailer next week, um, he said, yo, He's still alive. I mean, he could talk. I mean, you in a world of shit. Now, we don't know who he's talking about exactly. He's talking about the, the boyfriend. Well, in the trailer next week, they showed a dumbass racist nigga yeah. going to the hospital bloody. Mm. So, we don't know who alive, dog. But we know one of them two niggas is telling. And shit, the boyfriend don't even got to tell. The Marco nigga body is in my crib, nigga. The son of... This nigga is in my fucking house, dog. So them niggas go over there. Marco walk in. Tony just finished fucking the dentist nigga. Dentist nigga go to get her a water or something, a bathroom, whatever. He go to get the towel. Yo, shout out to the dentist nigga. Nigga about that action. He putting in work. I'm talking about. I kn- and then came out with it. No, niggas in that bitch with the, the with the blick. Nigga and he say, ain't, he ain't hesitate. Not on he my fiance. So Marco walks in. Tony about to light a little uh, square or whatever. That nigga shot her dead in the forehead. Bow. Silence Ron But before 
I don't even know if they knew anybody else was going to be in that bitch. Because this nigga, the dentist nigga runs out the bathroom in his robe, immediately start wrestling with this nigga Marco. They get to the ground. They scrapping. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So then the dumb racist nigga standing there. And Marco like, yo, yo, shoot him. Shoot him. So the racist nigga lets off while they wrestling and shoots fucking Marco. Come on, dog. You got to be smarter than that. Man. Then he's sitting there in shock because he didn't kill Marco. While he there, the dentist picks up Marco's gun and start busting, nigga. Now, he busts one, he hit the wall. The racist nigga shot back, shot him in the shoulder or something. So then he shot back, shot Marco in, or shot Dom. That was the racist nigga. He shot Dom in the thigh or the hip, it looked like. And then he runs out of there and runs to a chicken coop. I thought he was in the chicken coop bleeding out. But like I said, in the trailer next week, they show him at the hospital. So he might live. And if he live, sure he talking. But if he don't, the dentist nigga talking. So either way, somebody talking. It's crazy that the joke that uh, Chris Rock did. Like mm. I live in New Jersey. Um, Man. Mary J. Blige <laughs> stays on my street. Jay-Z I, I stay there And the nigga next door to me A dentist like, See that's on, the man. greatest One of the greatest rappers ever One of the best comedians ever One of the greatest R&B singer And the nigga next door to me A dentist Man See not the best dentist Mm-mm. A dentist And where did this dentist stay? New Jersey New Jersey So this is the nigga Chris Rock was talking about That stay next to him Mary J and Hove What about their insurance Is different <laughs> Like why do they get paid So much to do teeth? I don't know. Why don't nobody get they like veneers and shit done in America? Like, how much money is you really saving going to fucking Colombia to stay for four days while you get this damn treatment? I'm never going to Colombia, my nigga. Bro, I love Colombia. I'm never going to Colombia to get my fucking teeth done. I'm afraid. I enjoy the fuck out of Colombia. Not of the experience of Colombia. Yeah. I just don't want to go to Mexico and get stuck in Mexico or. I want to go to the the to the, not Mexico per se, oh, yeah, yeah, Colombia, yeah, just not Mexico, South America. Like, yeah, yeah, I just feel like when I'm there, it's gonna be a cartel meeting, and I'm gonna step on the wrong <laughs> nigga's shoe, and now <laughs> some nigga with a chainsaw is trying to come after me. Dog, I remember we was in Medellin, and uh, we had a security guard whole time, and he was moving everywhere we moved. He moved. He watched literally the place we was because we were standing on one of Escobar properties, so it was a security room, cameras all over the fucking whole block. The neighborhood He All he did was sit there And watch some cameras Make sure ain't nobody Come to our door So one of the first things He told us He said um, Your jewelry and all that shit He was like Leave that in your bags Lock them up Don't wear that shit out He was like You don't need it But more importantly You ain't just gotta worry About the criminals out here You gotta worry about the cops They see anything wrong They'll run up on you To get your jewels and hit you for some bullshit Like yeah. oh nigga Oh you walked across the middle of the street You know what Give me Oh what is this shit Snatch your shit And now you can't do nothing Because it was a fucking cop So he said that shit One of my homeboys Nigga wanted to smoke Now we got a whole property You could smoke on bro Live your life This nigga went out front to smoke He in the street now Cops walk by Smell weed Nigga, if we ain't had our security guard, he ran out there like somebody was getting killed in front of our crib, nigga. He ran out there to stop the cops from robbing my homeboy. Because they was finna get him. See, he had his big ass earrings and shit, chain on, watch on. And nigga, you out here smoking weed? Oh, you finna get stuck out here, buddy. For sure. Fam, this shit crazy. Anyway, um, yo, man. Three episodes left of Raising Canaan. I got a couple theories. Um, 
I think Marv's anger management chick, who they've been dragging this fuck for a minute, but now I think they're finally going to fuck. She gave him the number and all that. Call me. I think they're going to start fucking around. I think she's getting killed. 100% she's going to die. Easily. Either the Italian's going to see him with her and like aim for her, or they're going to be aiming at him and miss and hit her. She out of here either way. Is Marvin going to wreck another car this season? If Marvin doesn't wreck a car this season, I'm going to actually be upset. Because Marvin put three cars down in a matter of two weeks last year, nigga. And I need to see it happen again just to make sure my boys still got it. Um, Don't know what they're actually doing with Kanan. Still trying to figure out why Kanan's on the show. I mean, he don't got a storyline. He fucking an older woman right now. Hey, man. The Predator. When are you going to start selling drugs? Fam, when are you going to do anything? When are you going to start being smart? When are you going to do anything? Because right now you fucking your girlfriend mama and that's the highlight. You got famous in apartment, so he your boyfriend. Famous his side, come on, man. Um, Juke. So I actually think they're going a couple different ways with you. Oh, real quick, just to kind of tie that up, because this goes into my point. So at the beginning of the episode, she was talking to Nicole's dad. He asked her, yo, what happened to that tape? Are y'all singing at the mall and shit? Tape got ruined. Marvin tore the tape up or whatever last season. She went and got the tape fixed, put it on a new tape, Dropped it off real anonymous, <clears throat> anonymously at uh, the dad's doorstep. When she dropped it off, she had her hood on because she didn't want nobody to know it was her. She dropped it off. She walked by Omar Epps, Detective Howard. He was going because now he about to try to ruin his partner credibility. He going to tell the dad whatever the fuck he going to tell him to start putting the Detective Burke in the question. But then I peeped. Juke is looking back at Detective Howard when he walking up there like, what the fuck he on? I feel like Juke going to fuck something up. I don't know what. The Juke a dumb nigga too. Facts. And she be moving emotionally and not, you know, ain't nobody thinking. But something's going to happen. And it's going to either fuck up Detective Burke or get Detective Howard fucked up. It's going to fuck something up and it's about to turn Juke. Because I feel like Juke about to turn on two levels. With Detective Burke, she gonna figure some shit out. Something gonna happen. She gonna get fired or get hurt Why or whatever. Is she this big of a character. She wasn't this big of a character on Power. Facts. Two episodes, maybe. Facts. No, two episodes. Literally, <laughs> she saved fifty cent or maybe three, because she saved fifty when he burned, and then the end when she got killed. The end when they kidnapped Tariq, and that was it. Like Juke wasn't that involved. And here's the thing: I would have much rather y'all involved Anika Noni Rose than. And shout out to Young Juke. Beautiful young lady, talented. She could sing, um, but we don't need this much of her. But I thought about something else. When her mama realized she gay, she gonna beat her like Marvin. When she realized, I see she that gay, happening. She gonna stop fucking her like Marvin said. Like yeah. I, and matter of fact, I like that Marvin wasn't trying to kiss ass this month, like this week. Like yo, it's only so many times. No, no, no. Marvin walked in. Hey, rock here. Nope, she gone. All right, I'ma leave. And the nigga thought about it. Said, fuck that. When was you gonna tell me about your mom? I wasn't. Alright, well let me tell you something. Your mama ain't shit. She ain't never been shit. She gonna run away from you. That's what she do. She only care about herself. She you gonna got leave. Some nerve, da, 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 but I was here though. Fam. And she was like, So you think you did better? And that nigga said, I think I fucked up plenty. But I was here. I tried. I ain't do great, admittedly. But I was here. I don't and- know what the fuck I'm doing. No, I'm a single dad who a, uh, a drug dealer, drug dealing street nigga. I'm a goon in the streets, I'm and I'm surpri- raising a daughter. I'm surprised you turned out this good. Come on, 
you turned out smart and talented. Thank God. But guess what? I know I'm a fucked up dad. And I hit you and that's all fucked up. My bad. But that don't take away from the fact that your mama left us once for 16. And you went and sought her out. Your mama been back in in New York. She ain't come find you. You found her. She ain't come looking for you. She been back here and didn't come. She just been singing at the church. Come on. She back here literally living life like you and me don't exist. And not only did you go find her, but when you found her, she still didn't come find me. So, no, your mama is who your mama is. And when she hurts you, what she's going to do the minute she find out you gay. See, me, I'm going to accept you. I ain't forcing you into no dresses and shit. Because you also look miserable going on this date with old boy. Then he kissed you. You look like you want to fucking die. She kind of thought about it like, you know, do I like this shit? <laughs> oh, boy, so fucking aggressive. Calm your horny ass down. God damn. Nah, with me and you had kids. <laughs> boy. That's how kids be talking and shit, dog. You know what I'm nah, nah, nah. Not when you trying to fuck a lesbo. Nah. I mean, he think he about to get a girl. She a lesbo. Like- <laughs> 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 it wasn't even me this week You feel me No it was Boomerang It was Martin No whatever Y'all can't matter. call Boomerang a classic Then get me mad at me When I quote it They only gonna hear the clip That they cut <laughs> <No>. up Okay <laughs> Well I'm gonna look Put the clip from Martin In there There's nothing wrong with Jack There's <laughs> nothing wrong with me It's gonna take a little longer Than I thought <laughs> Hey man Episode 7 of Raising Cane And I actually thought it was a pretty solid fucking episode I'm excited to see what they do on the final three Um, Yo man Don't cancel us man Oh and real quick I think I'm going to say this every episode For like the next two or three weeks Go see The Woman King Just go see it dog It was fire I'm starting to get a little concerned by the amount of people I'm seeing Say they haven't seen it Because I'm like yo This deserve whatever Y'all giving to some of the other shit That's out here man Cause there's some other shit out here that don't look as fire as this was. I'ma just say that. I ain't saying no names. But go see the fucking Woman King. Support black people. Support black films. Support black women. Support Viola Davis. Um and watch Raising Canaan, man. We'll be back next week. I'm Ant that's J episode 267. Follow us at this week in culture across all the socials. We out.